Hello and welcome back to Loud and Proud Orlando, a special Thursday night edition transfer mania saga. I don't know what you call this episode, Luis, <laughs> but it's you know transfer chaos. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, My hand felt like there's so much going on that we had to we had to go and do a pod tonight with all the the chaos of the Duncan saga and uh, of course David Bercalo as well. Uh, and we're also going to get into some uh, rumors that have been floating around about different players. Uh, how are you, Luis? How was your day? How has your last 48 hours been? I mean, no, I it's 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 been pretty insane. It, it, it's great to see the whole community just embrace this transfer window. I do want to give a lot of kudos to a lot of the outlets. I also want to give a lot of kudos to the front office. I'm sure there were probably also you know, back and forth, pacing back and forth. Uh, I do also uh, Blackburn fans too, you know, Sheffield Wednesday fans. You know, that was pretty, pretty, pretty great uh, to see. And, you know, I'm just super happy for Duncan. You know, uh, I think it's it's what he wanted. I think he can definitely thrive. We'll talk about that more. And I'm just excited to talk about all these new stuff that's happening within the club. Yeah, it's been a, a crazy sort of whirlwind, like 48 hours of a transfer saga, you know, like uh, uh, I feel like you're totally right. Massive shout out to the likes of uh, Tom Bogert, who's just been yeah. out there killing it and reporting on everything. And, um, you know, we've even had the great Fabio Romano, sorry, Fabio Romano, getting involved in some of our, our news. So, and, you know, shout out to the guys like Orlando City uh, Fan TV. I know yeah, we've been doing a lot TV, of reporting. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike and everybody over at our Orlando's Lions Den, who've been all, all over stuff. So everybody is like watching like a hawk and uh, trying to keep everybody else updated on all the, the craziness because, you know, Luis, we're really invested. But imagine if you're just like an average Orlando City fan. And the last like 48 hours, you're just like trying to follow along casually. You'd be like, what is happening? I don't understand this case, you know? So if, uh, you know, if you haven't been following along, uh, we've kind of got the cliff notes version uh, here for you today uh, on the pod. So we're going to start, Luis, uh, with the Duncan um, story. Uh, I don't know what we should call this. I feel like it needs to have some kind of epic title, you know, like it's a movie now. It's the the Duncan Lancashire story, right? You know, uh, it needs to be its own documentary. I feel like Days of Our Duncan. Yeah, let's get the Drive to Survive people in here and see if they can make a, a Duncan goes to Lancashire documentary for us. Because I feel like that uh, was what was going on. It's absolute chaos. Here is a picture of Duncan in a <laughs> in the hotel in Sheffield, a, a city and club that now has nothing to do uh, with where he ended up. So. That just gives you an idea of this crazy story. So let's look at, um, there is a tweet by Orlando City UK. I don't want to say a massive shout out to to Taylor. He's an awesome dude. He basically did a breakdown of like this transfer window and everything that's been going on with Duncan and just the saga. And of course, like there was interest at the beginning of the window. We all know about that. But really looking at the last sort of 24 to 48 hours. uh, Remember Michelin? We talked about them on Monday, Luis. That just disappeared. Um, so they were out of the race. It, it was all Blackburn. Uh, and then it looked like, you know, we were seeing reports of 2.3 million, you know, reports of what was it, uh, 2.9 million or something. Yeah, 3.1. Like it, it kept changing. Uh, it did. It and different up. reports from Tom, different reports from Europe. 
Uh, and then kind of finally, you know, we saw this deal from Tom that was four million plus two point five million in add-ons. That seemed to be, you know, the deal. I think originally those those offers, Luis, I thought were a bit low. And so this to me was like, okay, this makes sense. We would sell him for that. Then we're hearing, you know, Duncan's on the plane, whatever. The next thing we hear, which is an even crazier piece of news on a, a last yesterday evening at six o'clock, is that Blackburn are trying to hijack our David Bercalo loan move, which has nothing to do with the Duncan situation, except from the fact that Blackburn, of course, um, the club that we're supposedly selling Duncan to. Then leading on from that, uh, Duncan's on the plane on the way, you know, as everybody knows, to England and it gets canceled. So, you know, with modern technology, he's obviously able to talk to everybody by Wi-Fi. He's talking to Luis and trying to figure out, you know, what, what are we going to do? Um, talking to his agent, I'm sure. Uh, at this point, I'm sure they offered him another contract or Tom Bogan at least reported that we would, would have offered him another contract to see if Duncan wanted to stay. Clearly, Duncan was not interested in staying. Um, so, you know, Luis then continued to, to work on moves for him going back to Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, and there's obviously the picture of Duncan outside Sheffield taken by some paparazzi in England reported by uh, Chris Wheatley over there in the UK. And then finally, uh, the strangest turn of events at the mall, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, no, but back Blackburn are back in. Um, so complete 180 from them going from, we don't have the money to now actually we, we do want to take him and we do have the money. The deal then shifted into a loan deal, um, which is the one that we finally saw go through. Uh, Tom Bogut reported that the loan deal was 700K and that we would eventually, if they wanted to purchase him, would be uh, 7 million plus 2.5 million in add-ons. I've had some discussions with, with other fans on Twitter, they, you know, English fans, Blackburn fans that seem to think there might be some debate around that. That's not an official number. The club didn't release that as an official number. Um, that's just what Tom Tom Bogut has reported. If that is the case, I think that's a, a really good deal if we do end up selling uh, Duncan for that amount. So that was a whole lot of information, <laughs> Luis, to throw at everybody, but I just wanted to get everybody up to date on what had happened. Uh, now I want to go to you on the actual deal that was announced and the loan and your your opinion on where we finally landed with all of this Duncan drama. Well, I think, uh, you know, honestly, Duncan made a decision that needs to be respected. You know, um, I was actually, I tweeted that I really, when I heard that this fell through and then it was rumored to, for him to maybe negotiate with Sheffield Wednesday, I was just like, look, Sheffield Wednesday is like probably going to relegation. And uh, I felt strongly that this was a disservice in a way to Duncan. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he deserved to be in a club that he could actually fight for for at least not be relegated right and uh make an impact and so you know even though and oc fan tv i think mentioned this on one of their tweets i read you know the rovers have gone through some ups and downs when it comes to ownership you know um they have some some owners that are a little weird you know to say the least when it comes to you know where they're getting that money from and <laughs> you know um 
it, it didn't it made sense after I read that tweet why they pulled the deal you know out so so fast uh, as he was coming and flying to England. So you know, in the end, I think he did the what, what was best for him. You know, I'm just really really happy that this Blackburn deal came back and he was able to sign with them. I think we got a pretty good deal. I think it's a, a you know, loan option, you know, purchase option around $7 million plus another two, $2.5 million in add-ons. I think that this is a great deal for us because if he scores 12 goals in in championship or 13 goals, let's say, his, his stock's going to rise up and uh, he might end up in a bigger team or maybe in the Premier League. And, you know, we're going to benefit from that also. So I think it's great. I mean, all, after only one year uh, in in the MLS after Crichton, I think he's done amazing things. And I can, I, I'm just super happy for him and super happy for Blackbird fans because Blackburn now has a striker that it's definitely hungry to to prove something. You know, uh, he's ready to make an impact. And, uh, you know, we saw some of the videos. I'm going to play a video right here on how he was uh, kind of teased this morning. <laughs> right. And then here's his presentation. It definitely means a lot. You know, it's definitely been a, a wild roller coaster these past 72 hours, you know. But, you know, we got there in the end, and I'm definitely happy to be sitting here right now. I imagine they're uh, going to be amazing fans, and uh, I'm excited to meet them. All files from Big Down Care. There you go. So, I mean, you're talking about them making a big welcome. He's definitely gonna set a big impact for the for the Rovers. I think. I think he's gonna definitely make an impact. And uh, I mean, you're talking about a team that have been English champions three times. They have won six FA Cups, one football league uh, cup, and one full members cup. I mean, this is a team that has a lot of history, a lot of pedigree in English football. And I'm just happy that he was actually able to to make that move at least you know because i said look if you're going to sheffield wednesday to fight for relegation might as well stay out of orlando and play one more year and uh, you know try to make to the copa america squad you know get a little bit more exposure but you know it's what he wants and in the end that's that's what it is and we only wish him but the best he did have some words and i would like your opinion on that john too um it, he said pretty much here um, I know I would not have this opportunity without the support of my teammates, my coaches, and the front office at Orlando City. In just 12, month, uh, 12 months ago, I was leaving college soccer, hoping to make my way, and I believe I have made the most of the opportunities that were presented to me at this time. Thank you again to my family, my teammates, and all the Orlando City fans and staff. My goal is to go to England and show everyone what I'm capable of. And I know for a fact, without a shadow of a freaking doubt, that Duncan's going to kill it in England. So I'm just so happy for him, John. So I, I, I love Duncan. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that he's gonna get in the championship. I think you know I have my reservations about mm -hmm. his his physicality, and I, I watched that league a lot. Obviously, being a Stoke fan, and mm -hmm. um, I just is a very physical league, and even more so than MLS. So I'm hoping that Duncan can really make that jump up. I'm, I don't think he, 
not saying he can't. I just have, you know, I think it's a bigger leap in some ways than it was from college to MLS. So maybe, you know, sometimes it's, we go back to go forward. So maybe he goes there and it doesn't work out, but, um, you know, he gets enough uh play time and enough exposure that maybe blackburn don't want to sign him but then another english club goes actually we Correct. really like to sign you so it puts <laughs> him in the shop window either way um and I, I think you know there is a good chance that he could go there and kill it right but there's also a chance that he doesn't right. you know right. he's not able to be as impactful like we obviously build him up and we love Duncan and we, you know he had an incredible first half of the season but we do remember that that was the end of the season where he wasn't firing like he was uh, at the beginning so uh, I think overall it's going to be interesting to see you know if he can make that next big jump and it's such a great story like you know from college to us to England is it's so happening so fast for him it's like meteoric rise and you just hope he can keep rising for sure uh, it just remains to be seen I think more than anything Luis maybe the championship is difficult but also the team that he's going to you know I, like he was playing with a team here that really sort of we were in a good place while Duncan's yeah. been with us you know he's going to a club that's not in a good place and of the two he's up he's gone to the one that's in the better situation I agree I think Sheffield Wednesday probably looking more likely to go down both clubs have like you said problems with owners neither of them I think was a great club for Duncan to go to uh so let's see what he can do at blackburn you know um i'm gonna be watching closely that they play stoke in a, in a couple games time so there might be a chance for duncan scoring against me in england so i won't like to see that but uh, um i Will wish you all the best and yeah i think i think some people are perhaps upset that he didn't want to stay and i get um, that like it, it hurts as a fan right, you know sure. when a player just very much wants to leave like i thought maybe there was a chance when it fell through on the plane that duncan would just be like hey actually like isn't that bad or i'm just sitting and this is you know not good and i need to cut my losses um but overall you know i think with duncan it is a shame that he wanted to go and he wanted to go that badly that we we had to go and make a deal uh we got a good deal i think overall like you know we're getting the money we need now uh, do you want to reinvest in the squad? But also there's, you know, that massive transfer fee potentially um, in the future if it goes well. So the deal is kind of hoping for will be there in the future uh, if it all goes well for Duncan and if Blackburn want to go ahead and sign him. Or like I said, if not, someone else might come in and sign him. Either way, he's got his wish. He's in England. He's in the shop window in England. You know, uh, it just remains to be seen uh, whether he can really – pull it off um you know do you think duncan's gonna hit the ground running or do you think he's gonna sort of take a little time there to settle into the way things work in blackburn no of course i think he's gonna have time to settle and i ask the fans for blackburn not to just burn him you know um he's, he's gonna take a little time i mean mls is a different level than championship uh realistically speaking you know uh I know that we cover the MLS and we cover Orlando City, but we also know our limitations <laughs> when it comes to, you know, play the, the play of, of the sport. So, um, you know, it's going to be a transition for sure. I have no doubt that he's going to be the the hardest working person there. I mean, that's just his mantra. That's the way he is. Um, you know, he's a very good, 
you know, he, he positions well in, in set pieces. He's very, you know, sometimes very eager to help off the counter. Uh, runs like a winger sometimes. So, and he has a really good finishing touch at times too, you know. So, uh, is it he's a player that's still developing, but has a high ceiling, uh, a very high ceiling. So, let's see. I think with Duncan, he's just he's got that personality where he's so right. hungry that you hope mm -hmm. wherever he goes, even if it's a struggle, he'll get over that struggle and he'll be able to improve and he'll, you know, he'll be able to find a way to get himself in the positions needed to score goals. I think if anything, he's he's sort of I would describe him as like a modern pressing forward in the sense that he's quite happy to press on, you know, onto center backs, happy to chase down the goalkeeper, you know. Uh, he will work hard for you know 60 70 minutes uh he'll give you everything he's got and when you give him chances in front of the net like he will take them um mm -hmm. so i wanted to go through the comments here Luis, because yeah we sure, quite a few sure already and some of them really you know pertain to duncan so we can go ahead and hit those uh starting right from the top with joshua tall so uh let's talk about Bercalo. yes we're gonna come on to Bercalo next patience uh lewis muriel please says victor sanchez agreed uh lewis muriel is going to come up soon a uh, popka mango hey guys hard for me to understand why he was so desperate to leave one more year would have increased his value yeah. um yeah Luis, you take this one yeah i mean i, I i'm gonna quote um this gentleman that messaged me well sent me a comment on my twitter you know he wrote and i think this will answer his question for a kid who's 23 chasing a dream of playing in europe capitalizing of the season he just had might have been his only realistic chance at a move abroad. Blackburn is an established side more so than Sheffield Wednesday. So, you know, that's probably why, you know, maybe he thought, you know, uh, I mean, uh, you know, take that crazy chance, do that crazy dance. You know what I mean? Uh, this is my, this is my, this is my chance. I already scored like more than 10 goals here. Let's see what I can do over there in the championship and, and how I pair up. And I think with the loan, we can bring him back too. You know, if he wants to decide that, hey, I think I'd rather stay in Orlando. Maybe I'll sign for one season. Let's see. You know, maybe he does that. You know, in the end, he's he's taking that gamble. And and it's it's in the end, he's a player. And and I think the team, Orlando, has respected his wishes. And I think that's that's great, you know. <laughs> Victor uh, Sanchez, Laren, DK, Mueller, Maguire, who's next? Uh, <laughs> we just, we love to develop a forward and exactly. send them on to Europe. You know, that's what, that's what we do best here at Orlando City. Uh, what do you think Orlando City should do about their striker situation, says Joshua Tall. We're going to come on to that later, Josh, when we talk about uh, Luis Muriel and other, other nines. Uh, Jim D, it's pure anarchy. I'll never wish for OC Rumors again. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been an happen. emotional roller coaster the past 24 to 40 hours. You can, uh, any Blackburn fans here watching, you could thank you guys for that because you uh, you keep us on the edge of our seat with this Dunker transfer. Uh, so glad to see it finally go through. Joshua Tall, I hope Orlando City will get a number 10 and a striker. Uh, and then Pepe Morty, Rovers fan here. Is he any good? Hey, subscribe, uh, Pepe. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we answered your, your question there, Pepe. Uh, he was really good for the beginning half of the season. The second half of the season, the goals dried up a little bit, but, uh, you know, his, his numbers were incredible at the beginning. Yeah. For a guy who was a rookie for us coming straight out of college, he, he lit the world on a light and he knocked out, you know, he knocked off one of our key signings, as it were, like a big player in the squad. 
who was our other striker, basically got pushed Mara. out of the out of the role at Trincar by Duncan McGuire because he was scoring so much. Um, he just really also, you know, the fans took him to our hearts. We just really, really loved Duncan. So he was a great guy and he's a good kid. So uh, hopefully he uh, he does really well for you. And we're excited to see what happens. Um, Pepe Morty asks, how many goals do you reckon that he can score in the championship? Well, oh, that, that's a I'll hard give a number, you give a number. I mean, like for the rest of the season for you guys, I think with the right team around him, if you fed him the ball enough, 10, 15 goals, maybe? I was, I was going to say. If you give him the right kind of service, that's the thing. He's not he's not going to create goals all the time on his own. He's yeah. not that kind of player. You know, he's a, he's a poacher pressing forward, kind of attacking forward that will, will, you know, get in behind or, you know, press guys down for you. He's not going to be a creative playmaker up front. So, and not only that, he's used to doing short passes on the, in the box in transition. So he's the type of player that he's used to playing with the, with South Americans. So, you have to understand um, South Americans, they love to play the ball short uh, on the box. He's used to that. He's been doing that in, in preseason in Cancun. And, and not only that, he's fit to play right now. So yeah, I mean, I know he, he is gonna, ready to go. That's he's ready sure. to go. You know, and he, I, he I, barely I, had time off with the offseason and yeah. the U.S. national team. So I believe the same as John. I think between 10 to 12 goals, realistically speaking, if you know, he's able to be fed, I think, uh, you know, and he may exceed that. And if he does, then, you know, not only the Rovers win, not only Orlando City wins, but also UN's national team wins on the verge of a Copa America. You know, uh, this is a the striker, you know, I, I, you know, you have Brandon Vasquez, you have, you know, all these, all these strikers. I don't think George Sargent is panning out the way we wanted to uh, in the U.S. men's national team. Here he comes, Duncan McGuire, 13, 14 goals in championship. Why not? I think, you, I think that's the way to compare him is to look at DK, look at Josh Sargent, look mm-hmm. at these other, you know, and see, is he going to be better than them? Is he going to be able to, you know, do enough? It took Josh Sargent a while to get good in the championship. Mm-hmm. So that might be the case with Duncan too. We don't know how quickly he's going to hit the ground running. Uh, Kyle Britt, could we possibly get him back in the summer? What are your thoughts on that? We talked about that um, earlier a bit, Kyle. I think if he doesn't do well with Blackburn, they might, you know, they they might not go ahead and take us up on that uh, large transfer fee that's been rumored. So it might be the case that he's back in the summer. We'll see. Um, Citrus FC, if he starts, he'll get you some goals. He's scrappy. Yes, we talked about that. Thank you. Citrus, uh, Pepe talking more about uh, Blackburn and, and his team and, and their striker Gallagher. He was a donkey, apparently. Uh, Jeffrey O, step one, let Duncan go. Step two, get Gabby Goal. I really heard much on, on Gabby Goal, but that would, would be cool. That. There were, Like we talked about last episode, there was lots of talk about it with the Brazilians, but I haven't seen any uh, actual rumors out there on that one. Pepe Morty, rovers are the best at edging people, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. You really screwed us over. Yeah, we didn't know what was going on. The poor kid was on the plane. And you guys, uh, you guys are pulling out the deal. So uh, glad that it all worked out at the end. But we, uh, we were kind of going mad there um, for a second. Not to say also that you try to snake our center back from us, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Anthony Solis, imagine having domestic talent staying at Orlando after a year. That base. Uh, well, yeah. Well, 
sometimes, like we said, players, you know, it's their chance and they want to take their chance in Europe. And we, and we let them do that. You don't want to have un, unhappy players at the club, in my opinion. And I think Oscar and, and Luis Muzi agree. Uh, there goes only, no, there goes no the only starting, starting American. American. <laughs> yeah, that's also true, Anthony Solis. Yeah. Uh, I, it's something I have a real problem with with our squad. I, I love our team, but uh, I would like a few more Americans in there. Right? Or, yeah, we got, we got Kyle Smith, we got Mikey Halliday. Uh, who yeah. helped me out, Luis? We got a Felipe, he's technically American. We got yeah, a lot of uh, you know, people who have become Americans or right. at least green card holders, so that's good. We're good on that from a roster point of view, uh, but we don't have a, a lot of Lynn. definitely first team Americans. Jack Lynn, great American striker. This is his chance. Hopefully, he gets some minutes this year. Uh, Let's you know? see. I hope so. Hey, Duncan's left, and the, the door is wide open right now. Um, but maybe it'll be closing again if a number nine comes in, like we talk about. All right, that's all the comments for now. We're going to move on to our next topic, uh, the big one also for the day. So first of all, it was confirmed by David Massey. Uh, and David Massey confirmed that David Recalo to Orlando City deal done, everything done and sealed between Orlando and Viking Football Club Rakala will play in MLS. That was then later confirmed by Tom Bogert, uh, who tweeted it out as well, confirming that David Messi is correct. Uh, this one also had some drama, Luis. This one has had drama from the start. Uh, you know, we talked about it on the last pod. David um, obviously wanted to leave Viking. They weren't letting him go. They, we were giving offers. They were not really taking any of our offers. Uh, from what it was reported from Tom Bogert, um, it's about the same as what we were offering. Uh, what was that like a week or so ago? Yep. So I don't think we've really budged. I think what happened was David Bracalo eventually just got his way. I mean, the guy, like we talked about before, he put out a video, you know, he, he basically plead, you know, that he wanted to go to leave. He talked about previous, uh, times when he wanted to leave and didn't go, and now this time it seems like we got a report yesterday that we were able to talk to him finally and his agent and that Viking FK um, were actually going to allow him to leave. Then today we see this report um, from David Massey and Tom Burke that is finalizing a done deal. Now, having said that, it's, you know, it's not been announced by the club, unlike the Duncan rumor, which, um, sorry, Duncan transfer which was announced by blackburn and has been announced by the club is 100 percent done and finalized this deal has been reported done and finalized by some you know sources that we trust but again hasn't actually been officially announced so luis your uh, opinion on david bracalo and the whole transfer saga and just are you as happy as i am that we finally got our man for sure um a player that it's very well regarded in in Norway, in that actual positions in, in center back, um, you know, also playing in a team that, you know, has won eight times the Eletisarian, you know, uh, making an impact, having song after song with his name on it, that shows you how important he was. And the team wasn't going to let it go or, or, you know, because he was that big piece of the puzzle for them. And uh, eventually, you know, he, he wanted out because 
he felt like he have a, he's accomplished everything he wanted there and he wanted a bigger you know kind of like you know a bigger fish to fry right and he felt like you know mls was you know was it they were asking for money and uh you know the money was right he turned down uh also you know a couple of offers before he stayed for the latter part of the of the norwegian championship for vikings so he, he made all those concerns hard but you have to understand in the end money talks you know orlando went all in for him and you know when the window opened up i mean and it was ready to close. I mean, if I can decide it, okay, we're going to grant them. It just kind of make more sense. I mean, you're not going to hold a player hostage. You know what I mean? At some point, the club has to say, okay, you know, he doesn't want to be here, you know. And, you know, if he doesn't want to be here, we're ready to part ways with him. And, and we'll figure out what we can do. I mean, at least we're going to get three point thirty five million kroner he's getting, um, uh, Viking is getting, which is $3.3 million U.S. dollars. I mean, I'm sure they can get... You know, yeah, Tom reported 2.5 million. 2.5? Okay. Okay. So well, that, that was what well, it was, you know, sometimes it's lost in translation between right. the, 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 so, yeah, the I mean, it might have been, amounts. I mean, that's what they reported uh, when we first released that. So maybe it's changed eventually. But well, still, I think I mean, at one point I thought we were up to 2.2. It was 2.3. So maybe mm-hmm. we've gone up from 2.3 to 2.5. Not much. I mean, yeah, I mean it's us. not really that bad. But I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, 2.5. Here you go. You know, the good thing is that Orlando is making moves. Look, we're signing 25 year olds. We're signing players that are making an impact in those leagues. We're not signing. And I'm going to say this is kind of this controversial. After me seeing the 6 0 defeat by inter miami i'm so glad we're signing this way and not that way you know if i know a lot of i know a lot of fans and a lot of people maybe you know expect lukaku griezmann you know uh you know uh quality level players you know i, I don't think the league is ready for that yet we're, I, we're not a huge market either so right. if those players come right. it's hard for us right. to be we're not like honestly we're not new york we're not la we're not right. miami in terms of <laughs> those players when they come they have choices in the league in mls it's not like other leagues so you know we if they do want to come we lose out on that front yeah he's gonna be a good pair up with uh robin jansen and also you have to understand look uh dagger dan iceland slovenia and sweden you know what i mean it's the we nordic can, the nordic backline i mean Mercado is is you know slovenia but right he played it he played he in norway, norway so that counts right, right. everyone's already so. talking about santos dyeing his hair blonde so that we can have a like a blonde back line and and i was talking to some south american friends uh from my other pod and they were telling me look um you guys actually are boosting your defense with this signing a lot of mls teams as you could see with the 6-0 win by Al Nasser, they don't care about defense there. Uh, you know, and uh, because the spectacle is to score goals. And I think you guys, you know, being a little bit more careful signing players that are actually going to boost your starting positions in defense, that's what's going to make your offense even more powerful. So, I mean, that was a great uh, comment by one of my colleagues. So I, I just think that... I'm excited for this signing. You know, I, I think that I think the, the uh, I think the fans are gonna love him, and uh, I just can't wait till he wears purple. 
I think David looks like the center back I've always wanted us to sign. Like young enough, like the intelligent, you know, not like super young, because you want your center backs to be mature, but not like, you know, aged. Um, he's fast, he's big, he can head the ball, he's a threat on set pieces, he's good with his feet, you know, he can pass it. Like he's just the ultimate sort of all-round center back, modern day center back, you know, ball playing defender. Um and I, Luis, I sent you a link. Uh, this is the video yep. here. Everybody can see. So there's an account if you want to go follow called uh, David Bracalo fan. He's, just, yeah. uh, he's a super <laughs> fan of David Bracalo. And he just, he just everything is David he's Bracalo. Amazing. So he put out today this uh, awesome um, reel, basically, of uh, you know David Bracalo's highlights of scoring goals. And uh, this is why I say, I mean, look at this guy from set pieces. I don't think we've had someone this dangerous on set pieces. You know, yeah, especially we, not a center and, back. Jansen is is a threat, but he doesn't convert that many. I feel like David Bracalo, Luis, and I hope you agree, is, looks like a guy who could get us five or six goals just being a center back. Set pieces. His positioning is on point, as you can tell. His position, the way he positions himself, you know, uh, to dive, it's it's just tremendous. Um, and you know, that's that's just having good vision right there, especially in in the in, in on the box. And uh, they're the team is practicing set pieces. Have you noticed that? Have you seen the reels uh, by the club? Yeah. How Rodri? We, we got some good set piece takers in right. too now. Like Lodero can take Lodero. a great set piece. Ojeda can take a killer yep. set piece, in my opinion. Do you see that header Rodri did from the penalty spot? Like they're yep. practicing this. Cartagena, Rodri, Robin. Because last year we were not a threat enough on set pieces. Yeah. So I just think that this is just going to boost what we're doing in preseason. And he's going to probably come and, you know, it's going to take a little time, but I think he's going to, I think he's going to be a, uh, an ace up our sleeve, to be honest with you. I think with, with Robin, I think Robin's going to welcome him, you know, show him, you know, I think he's going to just feel so welcome just like he did with Viking and, and the, and the Viking fans. So hopefully, so hopefully that's what, you know, we're going to get from him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think overall it just looks like a, a great signing. It shows that we really are investing in that defense. You know, like it's a, quite a bit of money for us to spend. Like I, don't, I, I have to look back and see at our defenders, but I don't think we've ever spent more than a, a million on a defender, right? Like what did we spend mm -hmm. on Tony Carlos? Maybe a million? Yeah. I mean, like that, that was like probably the most expensive defender we've ever bought. So I, I think – Definitely seems like a great investment. Definitely seems like Oscar's kind of guy. Um, you know, he, Oscar loves the center back. And, and this guy looks like the ultimate center back. So really excited for David to get here. Watching like a hawk um, to see when it's announced. I'm assuming it just wasn't announced today because it wasn't really, it was quite late in the day yeah. for Europe. And they will want to announce it as well, Viking at the same time as the club. So most likely, Luis, and, and you probably agree with this, tomorrow morning, right? You think? Yeah, well, I think tomorrow, uh, we'll I think tomorrow the morning they're, they're going to make it official. Yeah, I think tomorrow morning they're going to work on making it official. And, you know, I think the club has been very diligent and also kind of making sure that they're not releasing stuff that it may fall through. In the end, you know, things fall through when they're not said and done. So they want to just triple check that this is going to happen before you know you have a whole lol moment right and then everybody's gonna go online and just leave comments like why are you doing this to us right so they just want to make sure that 
everything's good to go. So, well, Blackburn tried to steal this one away, but they uh, know, with the load probably, the, no, probably following all the accounts from yeah, Orlando. Like, which is great. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the uh, the Blackburn fans, you guys are, are good people. Um, so back to the comments for a minute, Luis. Uh, we got a sure. few more that pertain to David Anthony Solis. Is David a DP? Um, no. No, is the plain answer. I expect we're gonna have him, you know, on a decent amount of money, but I, I don't think he'll be a DP. Uh, Citrus FC does Schlegel, uh, does this mean Schlegel will be moved to the bench for depth? Yeah, yes, yes, yeah, 100%. which is great because he's game ready. Yes. So, worst case scenario, we're gonna end up like you know, either Robin goes down, David goes down, and Roddy steps up and he's game ready. So, I think. We played Schlegel a little bit too much <laughs> last year <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people's liking. I kind of didn't help this Great, situation either. You know, like we talked about before, one of the best backup center backs in the league, but not not necessarily a starting center back, Schlegel. Kyle Britt, with the team also looking at center back from Colo Colo, do you think Schlegel is on the market? Mm. Question mark. Um, we'll talk about a little, you're talking about Alan Saldivia. Saldivia. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about him in a minute, but to answer your question, uh, on Schlegel, no, I do not think that Schlegel's on the market. I think Schlegel is Oscar's boy and he's not going anywhere uh, anytime soon. Um, South American offense and European defense says Anthony. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice that's, combo, really. And that's MLS, a very nice like, combo. Unless you want to spend a lot of money on American players, yeah. which there aren't a lot of really good ones, it, it it's easy way. Like, look at um, there's a lot of European, cheap European talent. Like, look at uh, St. Louis. They, look they've at got St. a Louis. lot of that exactly. going on. And then other teams have gone South American. We've kind of got a combo of both, so it, it's nice. Victor Sanchez, John Rowland said, "That's me." Uh, please <laughs> trust the front office. I did say that. Yeah. I did. Um, I think sometimes everybody sorts uh, sorts of panic. I panic too a little bit, but we just got to have a little patience and a little faith and things will work out. Uh, Pepe Morty, you're welcome, smiley face. <laughs> I think an experienced striker would do well as a signing maybe to mentor Jack Lynn or as a striker um, who could also win in set pieces. Yeah, we definitely need a nine for sure. Duncan is gone. Um, and in a minute, we're going to talk about uh, Luis Muriel, who, who could be that nine. Uh, Pepe Morty, also the reason I think Duncan talks fell through was because Crystal Palace was taking the pitch playing without paying us at announcing the signing of Adam Walsh. Yes. So if people don't know, um, Blackburn were waiting for a $22 million sale of mm -hmm. Adam uh, Wharton, who Wharton. was a player that they were selling up to Crystal Palace. Once that went through, then Blackburn then had the money. So that's why initially they backed out because yeah. they got backed out on by Crystal Palace. It's kind of like buying a house, Luis. You know, if somebody, <laughs> yeah. if the people in front of yeah, you aren't ready, you can't go. <laughs> so it's not 100% Blackburn's fault, but it was a little bit cra crazy. Um, he also says he's the Wilshire Pirlo. I didn't know that. I'm actually from Wilshire. Small fact. So anybody, uh, Jackson79. So any, idea who the third dp will be um first of all there's questions around what kind of dp it will be because um i advise everybody's go and watch tom bogert's uh youtube video he made today uh where he's talking about our moves that we've been making and the potential of bringing in a nine and that nine could be 
a DP number nine, a full DP number nine. The reason being because A, we've got um, Gaston out on loans. That's one of our U22 initiative slots that's freed up. And with the money that we got from the Duncan trade, uh, well, loan, we can take that and convert it into uh, Garber bucks or, you know, general allocation money and then potentially use that to buy down either the U22 initiative of Cesar or Luis, I'm sorry, Enrique. And then that would mean that we would be able to have three full DPs and just one U22 initiative signing. That looks like what we're doing. If that is what we're doing, that's an incredible move. Um, Luis, do you feel like that's what we're going for? Or do you think we're still just going to keep our current situation and have a regular restricted or young DP number nine? No, I think that's probably what we're going to do. And I think that's what we need also. Uh, I think that like the people here in the chat said also, which they're great comments, by the way, we need an experienced goal goal scorer, you know, uh, somebody that can mentor the youth that we have there that takes the bull by the horns, as they said, is that voice in the attacking third. We used to have that with Nani, you know, Nani would out of out of a hat just create some plays that maybe weren't in Oscar's playbook, but those will win us games. Now I'm not asking for a nani, uh, but I am I am asking for a proven striker that maybe is able to mentor Jacqueline. The way we can see Jacqueline scoring some goals in League's Cup, maybe in some games that this DP maybe in international duty or playing a Copa America. So um, I, I agree. I mean, I mean, if you ask me, who would I like? Romelu Lukaku. I would love Antoine Griezmann. If you ask me, you know, maybe we can also sign, you know, if, if you really want to go at it and, and you want to be froggy about it, you know, uh, we can sign this guy right here, right? You know, we can sign this guy right here, right? You know, and just totally just throw away our cash, right? And, and just be like completely belligerent, right? But, we don't you know, want we, Ronaldo. Right, but we got to be careful how we do it, right, John? You know, Agreed. I think I think that um, I would like somebody who was a bit more of a name. Um, but also I think the way that Oscar and Louise build their team, it, it seems to be a lot more around like the youth of the stars, right? We, we seem to be invested in that. So if we are going to bring a, a veteran number nine, I expect it to be a little bit more of the sort of, like we've seen Luis Muriel level than like a right. top, top, top name um, guy who they're going to, you know, have as the the main marquee signing. I think it's going to be more of the, and also I think that's realistic for us. Like we said before, it's not always easy to convince these massive players to come and play in our market. Right. So I think someone of, of, of the Luis Muriel level is the kind of guy that we would get um, and that level of sort of ex-European has had times where he was, you know, a very good goal scorer, proven goal scorer, uh, um, but maybe needs to revive his career uh, and what you were saying, Luis, uh, before. So let's go on and, and move on to that information. So it was reported um, by us uh, as well as several other outlets. Um, Luis reported it this morning. Luis, you want to walk us through everything to do with Luis Muriel. There's too many Luises. We got Luis GM. You're Luis. This is Luis. <laughs> we there's too many. We need Muriel Pineda. You know Muzi. Right, Muzi. We got to use last okay. names. Last names. 
So according to, to Mateo Moreto from Re Relevo Deportes, he's uh he, he lives in Italy. Uh, he's actually Argentinian, I believe. Um, I actually no, he's he's Italian. Uh, and uh, he um, he reported that Luis Muriel was set to leave Atalanta. Uh, and according to a source, it was an MLS club that was kind of inquiring and very close on landing him. And then it was revealed that there were very advanced uh, negotiations with with Alliance with Orlando City. Uh, so the plane's contract uh, set to expire in June, and apparently it's facilitated the negotiation. And you know, they he he reported that we were making a huge push for the Colombian. So he said, you know, this could materialize in the in the upcoming hours. So um, based on the well, where he works, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's a very uh, Trustful source. Uh, I did check with a Colombian source also, uh, which is part of our my other pod, and he mentioned that in Colombia they were reporting it that Orlando was on the hunt for Muriel as well. So, um, I mean, look, we've seen with Oscar and his staff, and a lot of people say, you know, you, you know, he's a has been, you know, he's no longer that player he used to be in Atalanta. I mean, I, I understand he's thirty two and. You know, but he's been a proven goal scorer in Italy for Atlanta. He's been in the radar for Inter Inter Milan currently. He's been in the radar for Inter Milan to go there. Um, 143 appearances, 54 goals. He's playing in Le in La Liga. He's playing Udinese. He's played in top level in Colombia. He's played. He's scoring Copa America. He's played with, with his national team. This is a player that it's again it fits what we are actually building here. It's a low risk, high reward player, somebody that Oscar and his staff can take and make him an important piece of the puzzle, and he has the quality to back that up because you everyone have seen it in in Italy, and. Um, Maybe that's why they're making a strong push. You know, we've seen that happen with Nani. We've seen that happen with Rodri. When Rodri first came, we've seen that happening with Pato. We've seen it happen with Dagger Dan. Nobody knew where to put him. Oscar ended up finding him a right back position. Uh, we've seen it with Ivan Angulo having zero minutes in, in, in Palmeiras in Brazil, being one of the most important players in, in our attacking third. So I have no doubt that if this becomes true in the upcoming hours, I think that this is a great signing. Not only that, added, we're looking to find more butts in seats to watch Orlando City. Maybe this is going to drive the Colombian fan base from Central Florida. There's a huge Colombian fan base in Central Florida. So, you know, it's just, it's a win-win situation. You know, it's a South American in the attacking third. He's not defensive. He's, he's not part of the defense. So, you know, obviously he speaks Italian and English and, and Spanish. So he's going to mesh well with, with, the, with the team that we currently have. And not only that, in short spaces, he's that type of player that, like we see that Flamengo goal that Orlando scored with uh, Angulo. He can play very well in those short spaces and score. Most of his goals have been like that, you know? So I think it's a no-brainer. He's also a set-piece taker. 
how he scores, uh, you know, from from free kicks and things like that. So I think it's a it's a win win in my opinion. If this is obviously what's gonna happen in the next few hours, so um, would I like somebody else? I don't know. What are your thoughts there, John? Would you like I someone think, else? Um, the fact that he's Colombian is is a big factor for me. I think that obviously Oscar being Colombian and, and having spent time in that that league and mm -hmm. knowing, you know, he knows obviously this guy very well, um, what he can do. Uh, I think it seems to me like the kind of guy that we talked about, like Oscar could get him firing again. Like he could bring him, bring him in and then, you know, get the most out of him. Um, often, you know, people talk about the fact that strikers don't do so well in Oscar systems. That that is true. So maybe we don't need Luis Muriel to come in and be the guy who scores all the goals. We just need him to do a certain role for us up front. Um, and maybe they, they think that he's the guy to come in and do that. Uh, overall, I mean, he scored 151 goals in his career. You know, he does know where the back of the net is, uh, you know, and 73 um, assists across his career. More recently, you know, like you said, in, in Syria, it hasn't been going too well for him. You know, 17 appearances so far and just two goals um, in in this season. So I think it's somebody that the time is right for him to come, you know, take a step down in leagues, as it were, from, from Serie A to MLS, and you hope that he would be able to still perform for us. Uh, I think it's the kind of guy, like I said, that we would be going after. So for me, I think if it's not Luis Muriel, it's going to be a very similar Luis Muriel type signing. Yeah. So I think the thing is, if we're expecting, like you said, somebody that's, you know, maybe uh, younger or more impressive or scores more goals or like Gabby goal, for example. Yeah. Like Gabby goal could be, you know, would be a, a better signing probably like maybe more dollars. Maybe we're going to go for someone like that, but I think more likely it's going to be this kind of nine that we're going to bring in. Um, so I, I'm hopeful. I think, like you said, you know, trust in, and this team and what they've done yeah. before with players like look you know look what they did with pato when we signed pato i was like well thank god it's on a right you know, cheap deal because they're not going to get anything out of this guy he's going to be injured all the time they didn't get that much out of pato but they got a lot more than i was expecting so if they can do that with a guy like pato if they can you know extend kaka's career if they can extend nani's career yeah, right you know then i agree with you luis they can definitely do it with luis muriel now i don't see any thing... reason why not yeah, I mean, one thing that I'm, I, I will say, and I will tell, I'll, I'll be completely honest with you guys, a little concern is, look, Ramiro Enrique's height is 5'7". Then Duncan's height was 6'1". Uh, Luis Muriel's height is 5'11". And Jack Lynn's height is 6'1". So, I mean, I know there's like inches difference, but I mean, we're not looking at a pivot nine. It's FYI. He's a nine. Complain short spaces. He's a false nine. He's a false nine. Exactly. But he's not a pivot nine. If you're looking for a pivot nine, I mean, like we said, you know, there were rumors in Ecuador brewing that Campana wanted to leave Inter Miami. He would have been the perfect fit. He's a big, powerful number nine, you know, young, you know, but definitely going to cost us more money. It was a full DP you know, um, with the age and stuff. So, you know, but 
does those are one thing a couple things that i do want to mention is the height right it's not a pivot nine now jackton 79 saying bobby firmino uh <laughs> what do you think about that uh john bobby firmino firmino i think i think just like we said with lewis muriel mm -hmm. bobby firmino you know i think probably a little bit better than lewis muriel like the higher sure. caliber but a similar kind of signing right would be mm -hmm. a similar kind of guy a false nine um a similar age you know he's one that has been reported that he's not happy in Saudi Arabia, so he would have to take a massive pay cut to come join us. But I would definitely take uh, a Bobby Firmino. I think, like we said, the strikers and Oscar system is there to be that false nine, to link play, um, to, to play one-two passes, not necessarily to be the out-and-out -out aggressive number nine like um, that we, we've seen before. Like That's that kind of why Ertrin Carr wasn't the right player for us. Right. That that model of player doesn't work in Austria's right. system. This model of player does. And therefore that's why I think it would be someone that Perfect would work fit. for us. It might not be, he might not score 20 goals, but he would work for our system and what we're trying to do. And I think to Oscar and Luis, that's more important than yeah. whether he looks, look at this play goals. right here, this play right here. It's pretty much very similar to how Orlando city is playing right now. If you think about it. How we attack in transition. Look at the passes in the box, short pass of the box. You know, like that's the type of stuff he does. Yeah. It's in linking short... two plays around the edge of the box. Exactly. He's He's got that, you know, South American flair, and we've got a lot of that. So culturally, he would fit in. Um, and if, it, if it's not going to be, you know, someone like, if it's not going to be Luis Muriel, I expect us to find, like I said, somebody similar, probably South American, probably of a similar age, maybe out of Europe, maybe out of South America. This this is, I, I tweeted this morning, this fits the model, like this fits the bill mm -hmm. of what I expect us to go out and sign. So the good news about Luis Muriel is there's no deadline for leaving Europe. So we haven't missed anything. You know, he might come now. The fact that he is on, you know, six months remaining on his contract, surely Atalanta are going to want to get some money Correct. for him. Hence why we were trying to buy him now, or else we'll just wait six months and get him in the summer on a free, you know. But obviously someone else can come and do that as well. We could sign a pre-agreed contract now. We can give him a contract, I mean, and say, okay, you know, you're going to sign this, and that means you're going to become our player in the summer. Uh, there's multiple options. The, the main thing being that we're not going to pay a crazy amount for amount for Lewis Muriel now because he's going to be a free player in the summer. Right. They're not going to resign him. So for me, it's we have to get the right deal done. We're negotiating. Tom Boga reporting that we're kind of far off at the moment. So maybe we won't be able to find the right number on this guy, and uh, we'll have to give up our hopes of bringing him in right now. But again we might see him come in in the summer because he'll be a free agent. No, uh, let's see, Victor Sanchez, just a question. What about James Rodriguez? Um, I would love James Rodriguez. James Rodriguez would be a player that, I mean, he would be in all the posters. He will kind of, in a way, him and Duncan and then maybe Luis Muriel. I mean, I think he'll be, you know, now you pair him up with Cesar Araujo, with Wilder, with now, now you see, okay. Yeah, and I do believe that Hamas, even though people are saying that he's a has-been and he's, like, lost his flair, you know, I agree. But 
this is the MLS, and we have a top three level coach in the league, a coach and a staff that has revitalized those type of players' careers in the past. And I have full faith that they'd be able to bring him back, especially if he's Colombian. So, you know, plus you have Nico Lodero as your, you know, backup 10. You know, like that's like fantastic. That's, we've never had that. So imagine if that happens. I mean, it'll be, I'll be amazing. I agree. I think it's good to have maybe one or two risky sort of older players like that on your roster. If you're in Miami, you've got five of them. The, you know, <laughs> yeah and that's not that's good that's fine you but I, i'm happy with one or two but if they all go you know you invest a lot in that age player and it doesn't work out you've got nothing you know nothing for the future uh we're gonna run through some some rumors really quick uh before we kind of call it a day and, and wrap up uh first of all um alan saldivia as was hinted out before nothing new on that we haven't heard anything new from what we reported on monday uh, there's rumors of him coming to an MLS club, you know, being interested in MLS, buying an MLS club. Cadiz and Millionaire also in for him. Nothing has developed on that one. There was also a rumor today um, that Faku had an offer from a Liga club. No. I don't think there was anything to that. Nothing came of it. it. Obviously, their window is closed, so he can't sign for a Liga club now anyway. That one may or may not have been real. I'm, I'm skeptical on whether it's real or not, Luis. Uh, and then finally, John Arias, uh, which is a new one, um, has been reported on Twitter. Uh, Orlando City Fan TV put it out. I also saw it uh, reported by um, MLS Turkish exclusive. Uh, Orlando City made an official offer to the Brazilian club um, for Colombian winger John Arias, who plays for Fluminense. I, I, we haven't seen anything on this, Luis. Have you from South no, America? No, I, I honestly haven't. Um, and the source is kind of—I don't know if I would. You know, it's just—it's just my take. I, I don't know if it was a reliable source, but think about it. How many wingers do we have? Yeah, I, I don't what, expect what do us to get another for a winger. <laughs> you know, I just feel like—I mean, I know he's John Arias. Don't get me wrong; he's a—he's a—he's a great winger, but. I mean, we got Angulo, we got Ramiro, we have Can he play as a striker, maybe? I doubt I, it. I've never seen him play as a striker, my friend. I, no. I'm only the wing. I, mean, that's... I also think it's strange that this was not reported by a Brazilian outlet right. or a South right. American outlet. You've heard Typically nothing we would on get it. Like, right away. Yeah, it just seems – I don't think that one's true. Maybe it is. Maybe we'll hear more about it tomorrow. Yeah. But I think it could be uh, – it could be – could be a little flop there, but it's, okay. a, it's part it of the game. Sometimes you get these ones that are just red herrings, you know, that are not true at all. So we'll see whether more becomes of John Arias. But right now, uh, we're a little skeptical. All right, final comments for the day, Luis. Joshua Toll, I saw someone on Twitter say that Orlando City offer for Luis Muriel got rejected. Is that true? I hope we get him, though. Um, I did see the, yeah. yeah, it was reported that they rejected our initial offer, but we went back in with another one. Um I like I said, Tom Boga reported that we were we were kind of far away on what they're. I think they're maybe expecting more money than we're willing to offer, right, Luis? Like we're not going to spend that much money, like I said, on a guy who's going to be free in six months. Yeah, no, I I don't think the front office will be gullible enough to do that <laughs> with all that cash that they're making out of Duncan and things like that. I mean, they're known to know how to spend it wisely, so I'm, I have full faith on that. So. 
if Muriel is not, if, if they if they want to reject that offer and they, and we and let's say we counter, and then they want to reject us twice, then we're probably going to wait till we can deal with the player on a one-on-one basis uh, once he's a free agent. Or actually, what Tom Bogart reported is that we've got other nines that we're looking at, so mm, maybe we'll just move on. Like we need a nine now. We're not. Yeah. We, we're not not going to sign Luis Muriel. And nobody else until the summer. That's not going to happen. Right. So if he's not coming now, we'll move on to a, another. We've got a list. I haven't seen the list. You, you haven't seen the list. No one's seen this list, but we know there's a list because we trust these guys. Uh, Josh Rortol. Uh, okay, I was just wondering, uh, Victor. Yeah, no worries, buddy. Victor Sanchez, um, John Arias, F. Yeah, with a thumbs up. So maybe Victor, like we said, um, don't get your hopes up too much because we're not sure about that one. Anthony Solis, since Galese's contract ends this year, what are the chances you think he would leave? Uh, Pedro, um, Pedro, sorry, Luis, you take this one about Pedro. Look, um, there are no reports of there's zero interest uh in any in in europe for pedro galese uh there were some rumors about hetafe which it it was from peru itself from a fake outlet over there that made that rumor up and and then you know then now they're saying that there's an argentinian club he's not going to switch dollars for pesos so that that ain't happening. I don't know how historic the club may be. Economics are simple, and I feel like you know. I know he wants maybe glory and and all that stuff, and that's great. But in this stage of his career, he ain't gonna leave to a team that he's just gonna be another number. I mean, he wants to feel special. He's special here. He's a captain of the team, also. So I feel like he's this is this is where he wants to be, you know, um, I have, but we have not seen um, any like premier league club or, you know, obviously if you have somebody like Wolverhampton or maybe like even, I don't know, uh, Brighton, uh, Hove Albion, you know what I mean? Of course, Pedro is going to think about it at that point. Right. Cause this is like huge exposure for him, uh, I, I, you know, new heights and things like that. But why would he go to, a team in Argentina uh, with all this chaotic turmoil politically and risking his family that already are established here and his green card and all of that to go and, you know, have an adventure there at this latter stage of his career. I, I don't think, I, I don't think it's smart, but I think again, as long as Pedro keeps up his great performances yeah. and, you know, Oscar's still here, then he's just going to continue to be our keeper. Correct. I believe that. Yeah, until he so. can't until he can't perform like he is right now. But I think he's got another good two or three years left with him. Yeah. So same here. Let's see. Um, thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. Thank you for, for all of your comments. Uh, if you are not subscribed to us, please go ahead and do that. Yeah. We are currently on 699 subscribers. So if any of you are watching yeah. live right now, you can get us over the 700 mark if you just go ahead. And uh, hit that subscribe button. Yeah. That was a shameless plug, but I think it was a good one. So I'll take it. Um, if you're, you know, enjoying on uh, social media, uh, you can follow us on Twitter or X, as it is called now, as a Loud and Proud Orlando. You can also follow us on Instagram. Luis is Loud and Proud Orlando. You can follow us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Loud and Proud 
Orlando. We also have a Facebook group we run. It's not called Loud and Proud Orlando, but it, it has another name. It's the Orlando City SCA MLS Informed Discussion Group. Um, we loosely run that um, group and people come in and, and talk. So feel free to join in. We'll let you in there. Uh, LPO, TikTok as well. Uh, Paula, who's not here today, but she has a Spanish podcast called uh, Tiro de Esquina. Um, I can't say that, Luis. You should have done that one. Yeah, Tiro de Esquina. Uh, thank right. you. <laughs> On YouTube. So check that out uh, if you want some Spanish Orlando City content. Uh, follow Luis at Pineda underscore ORL on on x you can follow me at john rollins ocsc on x and i just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight and uh excited for the future um you know obviously we'll be back on monday uh hopefully with even more news and <laughs> you guys watch that space because it looks like tomorrow uh hopefully that david bercalo announcement will, will be coming out so uh final comments uh before we go because we've got a few more so why not we'll read them uh, answer Solis the same question for Robin Jansen. You want to answer that one quickly before we go, Luis? Um, uh, I mean, depends on his performance this season, you know. Um, I, I guess with Robin, you know, he, he's also happy here. We'll see. I mean, he's been a he's been our best center back the past few seasons, so if he continues to perform in that level, I think he could stay as well. So, uh, we'll yeah, Victor Sanchez it says Davido Spina, goalkeeper for Orlando. I know he's old, but what a great goalkeeper. Yeah, he's a great goalkeeper for sure. That's true. Goalkeepers don't, you know, they don't fall off as quickly. Yeah. All right. Our final free comments. Uh Jackson79. Great job, guys. Thank you. We appreciate it. Anthony Salus, great. Uh keep up the good work. We appreciate you guys. You're awesome. Thank you. Victor Sanchez, you uh you've got the final word today, buddy. So thank you guys and vamos Orlando. Vamos Orlando, guys. Have a good one.